0: This is Pause for Thought, a podcast brought to you by Animal Therapies Limited. Zell Tomasevic is an experienced mental health counsellor who, four years ago, transitioned from an office to a paddock when she realised that she could make more progress with her clients by working in tandem with animals, in this case, horses. Zell works alongside a trained equine therapist, Susan Castell, To help children and adults build confidence, overcome trauma and improve their lives in countless ways, some of which we are going to learn about today. So, what's so special about horses, you say? Well, plenty, it appears. Welcome, Zell. Let's start by explaining how horses respond to human emotions and reflect what is going on inside our heads.
1: It's quite a layered... Field. So there's there's lots of different things that, that people can do. So you have your equine-assisted learning, you've got equine experiences, you've got the psychology and the therapy part of it. So that's really what Susan and I do. Susan is my equine therapist through the model. Um, it's really important for me that there's always myself who's a mental health specialist and an equine specialist who's Susan, um, that we work together um, to be able to to do the model. So she really works on the horse behaviour and the horse experience. I focus on the mental health side and we look at how are the horses influencing how we're feeling and vice versa. Um, So that is really our model, the equine-assisted psychotherapy, uh, which focuses on helping people using traditional psychological methods and working with the horses together to be able to help and influence some change in people's lives.
0: And how does that change come about? What signs are you looking for when you've got a client who's working with a horse?
1: Mm. Initially, what's really important for us is is observing the horse. So often people feel a bit uncomfortable because they think that we're looking at them. Um, And of course, a lot of us don't like to be looked at, especially if there's anxiety or autism um, involved. And that can be really, really hard. And, And we tell people we're not actually focusing on you, we're focusing on the horse. And even thinking back to, Yesterday, a session that we had, we had a a new boy come in with ADHD um, and even though the horses seemed really quite comfortable to begin with, we noticed that our lead pony had... He was mid-step and he was frozen. He wasn't moving and we noticed that he really wasn't breathing. So that initially told us, okay, even though this child is engaging and is really, really friendly, something is causing this horse to behave this way and... Going into that fight flight freeze and for that horse it was freeze and that's not really natural for horses for them most of the time it's it's flight because they are prey animals and, and they focus on needing to flee a particular situation and he was frozen so for us it's going mm, I wonder what that's about and then we would instead of putting our own judgment on that we would talk to the child and go, hmm, what's happening? We're noticing that this horse is behaving this, so what do you think is going on here? And if they're not sure, we then talk about what's going on in your body. How How are you feeling? Have you got lots of energy or have you got quiet energy? Or are you feeling a bit nervous? So we start to kind of explore that, and that is really kind of that initial part of that relationship building with us and with the horses. So the principle of this is that a horse is actually mirroring what's happening
0: intrinsically with a person. Is that correct?
1: Absolutely. Yes. They're they're very much our, our mirror and how we respond, they respond back to us. So if we're playful, they'll be playful. If we're frightened and unsure, they'll be frightened and unsure. So it really helps us be able to back ourselves. I had a lady say, oh, this is helping me back myself. And I went, yes, that's exactly right. Because you really have to believe in yourself and and focus on what you want to do because the horse is not going to come up with an idea if you don't have one. So it's really a
0: partnership, isn't it, between the horse and the and the person.
1: Absolutely. It really is and it the, and they can build a really special relationship. Whereas, you know, if we're sitting in the office, we're just talking. And I think a lot of people have had therapy before, especially if they have lifelong ongoing issues. And they've kind of regurgitated their story multiple times. And when they're at there with the horses, they can't do that. They can't stay stuck on that story because the horse will force them to get out of it. And it really helps them start building some muscle memory and starts changing a bit of that cognition around their story and what's happened to help them be able to move past it and that's really where the therapy comes in is we then start to kind of go okay this is this is a story that's happening and then we can kind of start offering strategies and psychological strategies to be able to then do with the horse out in the paddock.
0: Are there any particular areas mental health issues or whatever that
1: work more effectively with horses? That's a particularly tricky question and I think as long as the person loves horses and loves animals, it can help them. We often see people that have struggled working through not just therapy, through, through psychology, but also, you know, through OT and speech pathology. They've struggled to engage in those areas. And then that's when they're sent to us is, okay, my child's tried OT. They've tried speech pathology. They've tried traditional therapy. It's not working. They love animals. And that's really where we see a lot of success, whether they have trauma, physical disability, whether they have, you know, Autism—it's—it's—it's it's, it's really quite good for people with autism because it helps them build confidence, helps them believe in themselves. It helps, really does help with emotional regulation, um, but then also helps people, just the general public you know they don't necessarily have to have mental health issues it helps you know with yes believing in yourself but building boundaries which is what a lot of us really struggle with and in the office that's what I see a lot is people really struggle to communicate how they're feeling and and what they need and and set those guidelines and boundaries for themselves and we we send them out with the horses and and the horses help them with that can you sort of give me some generic
0: um, examples of the changes you've seen in clients perhaps mm-hmm. using this particular form of equine therapy as opposed to traditional therapy in a sure. in an office situation sure
1: um, we've got quite a few few people that we've had some really lovely changes some some real subtle changes and then some really really huge life-changing um, things that happened so we've even just thinking back we had a little boy who was non verbal and he was coming in for quite a lot of sessions and not saying anything and not participating with the horses and um, I guess just adding on to the fact that what we really focus on is taking all the pressure off whereas in office four sessions in if no one has spoken to me or if they haven't engaged I would close and go okay I need to refer you elsewhere whereas in this model we don't push people to go okay you have to talk you have to engage with the horses they do it in their own time Time. And for this boy, he something just happened. You know, he grabbed my hand one session and we just went right into the arena with, with all the horses and he just started talking and he did not stop talking since. And it was amazing.
0: You mentioned the success with children, but mm-hmm. it works with adults as well. It's just as if someone listening to this would think, well, um, okay, that would be great for my child who's mm-hmm. perhaps on the spectrum, mm-hmm. but what about um, for adult mental health? Mm-hmm.
1: Particularly why it's good for children, because children have a really big imagination. So then they're able to play things out with the horses. Whereas adults, I think we overthink things a little bit. Um, So we've had a lot of adult clients that have taken really well to the model and have had a lot of success. And with adults particularly, they notice a bit of change later on. They don't see it necessarily straight away because they overthink it. They go home and they think about every little thing that happened in the session. And that's where we say, you know, a lot of the work does happen at home. Um, and, and it works for adults if they are ready to get to that point where they mo- want to move past telling their story. So somebody
0: listening to this, uh, if they wanted to get in touch with you, what's the name of your practice and how do they get, uh, make
1: contact? Yeah. So my business is called Painted Pony Psychotherapy. Um, and so, yeah, we've got a website you can look into and um, where I've got all my details there. Um, people can um, just send me an email or even ring me or send me a text. And usually I just send them the intake paperwork and, and we go from there. But it's, yeah, fairly in fairly straightforward process. Fantastic. Thanks for spending time with us. Pleasure. Thank Thank
0: you.